0: It's Tuesday, November 15th, 2011. I want to
1: start by saying this is a good day for Nebraska. A huge victory for Keystone Pipeline opponents, but will it last? Fracking chemicals found in Wyoming drinking water, plus... Is there any reason at this point to doubt that the Earth is warming? I I, I don't think so. A prominent climate change skeptic calls for climate change action in Congress.
0: All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment.
1: This pipeline will gush out a resource even more precious than oil. The Keystone project would generate twenty thousand immediate jobs. It would create at least fifty thousand jobs in total, about one hundred eighteen thousand indirect jobs. He'll
0: create one hundred twenty thousand jobs. This is the Keystone XL pipeline that some estimates it could provide up to a million new high-paying jobs. Wow, that's impressive stuff, Fox News. The longer they don't build this thing, the more jobs it will create. This is your. Green News Report. Barack Obama has delayed approval of the
1: pipeline, killing billions of jobs.
0: Okay, Des, over the last couple of weeks, we have reported on the folks at Occupy Wall Street who had their generator taken away and figured out they could create a bicycle powered generator. Well, last night in Zuccotti Park, as the park was raided in the middle of the night, that bicycle generator, from what we can tell, was trashed, thrown in the garbage, along with all the belongings of Occupy Wall Street, thousands of books as the police cracked down on that protest in the middle of the night.
1: Yes, apparently New York City cops will protect private property. It just has to be the right kind of property.
0: Now, it's possible that bike was not trashed. We don't know for sure because the media was locked out of that eviction. Just appalling. We'll try to get to the bottom of what happened to that uh, bicycle generator. In the meantime, what do you have for us today?
1: TransCanada has agreed to reroute the Keystone XL pipeline. After months of insisting that the route could not be changed, the pipeline company seeking federal approval for the controversial 1,700-mile pipeline from Canada to Texas has now reached an agreement with the state of Nebraska to reroute the pipeline away from environmentally sensitive areas, which include an aquifer that is the primary source of water for the Great Plains states. In a press conference, the president of TransCanada, Alex Porbe, praised the delay as an opportunity.
0: Oh, did he? The decision of the State Department to request more information on the route through the Sandhills has given TransCanada the opportunity to reopen the route of the pipeline through Nebraska. Today's legislation, if passed, will ensure that a pipeline route will be developed in Nebraska that will avoid the sand hills, and Nebraskans will play a key role in determining its ultimate location. Aha! Now Nebraska gets to play a key role in determining its location. This is a huge victory for environmentalists who have been fighting against this pipeline for months.
1: Yes, but it's not over yet. The decision to delay the Keystone XL pipeline was met with frustration by the Canadian government, which is also a backer of the $7 billion project. Canada says it will find a way to mine and sell its heavy oil from the destructive tar sands project in Alberta regardless of whether the U.S agrees to the pipeline and is exploring the option of building a pipeline in western Canada to ship the oil to China. But Canada's Native American tribes, who have strong property rights, have vowed to block any pipeline across their ancestral lands.
0: So good news for now, but the fight continues.
1: In other fossil fuel pollution news, just days after a Department of Energy scientific advisory panel warned that the controversial natural gas drilling technique of hydraulic fracturing poses, quote, a real risk of serious environmental consequences, the EPA has now found a Wyoming aquifer is contaminated with chemicals used in fracking. Oh, man. The new Environmental Protection Agency investigation into the contaminated aquifer in Wyoming has found dangerously high levels of benzene, a chemical that's used in the extraction technique of fracking, hydraulic fracturing. Fracking injects millions of gallons of water mixed with sand and toxic chemicals like benzene under high pressure to fracture rocks deep underground, releasing natural gas embedded within. It's led to complaints across the country of contaminated wells.
0: This can't be. I've seen commercials on all of the news stations. CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all the fossil fuel companies say that fracking is perfectly safe. So I'm doubting your report, Tess.
1: The fracking industry was exempted from the Clean Water Act by the Bush administration in 2005. Finally, the prominent climate change skeptic scientist Dr. Richard Muller of UC Berkeley testified to a congressional hearing on Monday that his new study, confirming that the planet is indeed warming, should end the well-funded campaign to deny global warming. And now is time to act.
0: Global warming is real. The human component is somewhat uncertain. And there are issues there that are worthy of additional scientific addressing. It is worthwhile addressing these issues and taking action on them, even with the uncertainties. So, another skeptic turned believer, a scientist at that, I'm sure Rush Limbaugh and friends will now hate him. His study, by the way, funded by the Koch brothers. Thanks again, Koch brothers. For much more on these stories and all the ones we didn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News. We rely on you to stay on your public airwaves. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyan,
0: And this has been your Green News Report.
1: Then I saw her
0: face Now